Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Davis Maddock, joined by Rich Rebar here on a Friday afternoon. The the will is weak. We are we just you know it's it's Wait dark at week. it's dark at four thirty. It's twenty degrees outside. Buffalo and Miami are playing in a blizzard. Uh, you know we are we are blessed with a beautiful job, but man, the end of the year it just gets it gets dark. And uh, it, it gets bleak for everyone involved. I told my wife last night, I asked her, I said, you know, I was like, oh, man, we, we haven't eaten dinner yet. And she was like, yeah, it's only 430. And I was like, oh, it's, it's got to be like 630. It's got to be 630. I was like, it's, like, it's got to be like 630. I was like, 430. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Are we eating today? <laughs> well, you know when it's real bad is when it, you come out of your office. You you go into your office. You're you know you 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 come out. You have lunch or whatever. You come back to your office, knock some work, and you, and and it's dark. You you get out of your office and it's dark, and you're like, shit, my day, it, my day is just nothing. My it's right. just so yeah. That that's a that's the one negative of the um the work from home lifestyle for sure. So, but we're here. We are still picking. Five NFL games against the spread. You begin. Number five. What do you got? Uh, I'm doing it. I'm taking the Jets, man. I'm taking the Jets. I mean, this uh, this would have straight up been my number one had Mike White been starting. I I I yeah. bet this one. I've got it already, so I can't relent off of it. I got no issue with it. it uh, for people who don't know, Jared Goff, born in California, has small hands, uh, does horrible. Go back, look at his college, like cold weather bad wind bad what you really want is precipitation you really want some yeah, yeah. some snow it doesn't, it doesn't look rain. like we're gonna get it no it, it doesn't but uh, i already have this one bet in in my in my open bets tab um sell me on why i haven't already lost uh, <laughs> well i would have laid the the points with the jets if you got them it was like you know oscillating it kept flipping back and forth but now you're gonna get them as a clear a clear dog it already flipped it you're basically getting the one and a half it's basically you're picking them the outright win which I still believe is uh, absolutely possible. And I think it has to do obviously a lot with the, the Jets defensive side. But one, the Lions have, have, this is where we were a couple weeks ago, I think with the Dolphins, right? Like the, the Dolphins were beating up on all these bad teams. And we're like, holy shit, this, this offense like can't be stopped. They go into San Francisco, get just like absolutely kind of exposed. I think that's where we aren't, we aren't totally there with the Lions. Like I don't think they're going to get exposed here, but like they've been beating a lot of just bad defenses up. And they're going to have to go on the road and beat up a good defense. And I don't think that that's going to happen. Also, I mean, listen, Robert Slaw is familiar with our guy, Jared Goff here. I mean, listen, they spent a lot of time. John, John Daigle, plans. John Daigle did just tweet this at me. He said, he said that uh, all of Goff's worst games of his career have come against Robert Sala defenses. He said, he said seven career starts against the uh, 49ers defense. Robert Slaw there, uh, 59% completion rate, 6.6 yards for past attempt, only 14 touchdown passes in those games. And that's with, 
you know, Sean McVay and some better weaponry in a lot, a lot of those games. Right. Uh, also, I mean, not to defend Zach Wilson, I'm not, you got benched, like you got benched for a reason when Zach Wilson was in, I'm obviously their, their win loss record was still like more or less fine, but like they faced past defenses that were eighth, their, his final five starts, they faced past defenses that were eighth, third, fourth, seventh, and fourth in DVOA against the pass uh, Lions 21st in that department. They can rush the pass a little bit, but like, this is still like probably a fine from a matchup stance. Like even if he plays below average in this game and it's just not like what he was in those games, because those defenses are good against bad are there. Those defenses were good against good quarterbacks. So they're going to devour a guy like Wilson was. So I still think he's going to be average enough to like put them in position to win and make, make, make enough plays in this game uh, to where I'm sporting them, man. Yeah, I mean, look, I got I got no issue with it other than it would have been higher for me too, but I think I just wanted to get that take out there. I think the fantasy community is way going overboard too with like the Garrett, like we can't play Garrett Wilson now. Like, why? I mean, Garrett Wilson, I think you can still play. It's Elijah Moore that I would be worried about, given that given that uh, he's the cheap one. He was the good points per dollar guy, and he basically got benched because he was like, Zach Wilson sucks, dude. I don't want to catch passes from Zach Wilson. Uh, my number five is the, uh, Kansas city chiefs. Uh, they are, you, you can still get this at 14. It's actually 13 and a half at points bet. Um, so if you, if you, if you shop for 13 and a half, you could probably get it at 14 and a half. I, if, if that was where it settled, I would not be probably wouldn't have made my list, but at 14, it's like Texans stink, dude. And, and the chiefs are going to have probably going to have Hardman back, probably going to have Tony back. Um, you know, they have the 25th bet, the 25th worst defense by DVOA, but the offense still number one in the NFL in yards per play They're you know, Pacheco is, is doing his thing. McKinnon is scoring 50 yard touchdowns. Now it's like for the chiefs are, the chiefs are, if you guaranteed me like, uh, that the chiefs were trying hundred percent, 10 out of 10 for four quarters, what, what would the spread be like 21 and a half probably. So you're, you're just, you're just looking for the back door here, I think. Yeah, it's tough, man, uh, to lay these amount of points. But I have no problem with it. Uh, I mean, the it's just a lot I, of points. Yeah, I mean, I did it last week and thought I was cruising, right? I laid those points uh, against the Broncos, and the Chiefs are up twenty-seven nothing, and I'm like, oh, cool. This is that so was bad. that was one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. Like Russell Wilson, like becoming like animate again. That was very bizarre. That was good. I played a lot of Jerry Judy, so I was happy. I was pretty nervous for a minute there. Can't, I mean, I can't, I can't believe it, man. That was, uh, and, and, and just How in time, our main event team that got eliminated that had I, I can't Judy. even, I can't even do and CMC Jalen. We had Jalen hurts, AJ Brown, Jerry, Judy, Terry McLaurin, like all these guys with well, her McLaurin oh, to play man. last week, but all those guys. It's, last week. it's so, it's so obnoxious, man. The, 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 we, we can talk a little bit. We can talk a little bit about, yeah. Uh, the best ball stuff at, at the end, if we want to, I mean, I don't know if there were lessons to be learned or if it's just, a, you know, it's uh, just trying to assign meaning to a bunch of random uh, zeros and ones repeating. Uh, yeah. That's my, that's my five feel, you know, whatever at, at, at 13 and a half, I think it's pretty good at 14. I think it is decent. Uh, it's, it's on you. You're number four. Uh, my number four is the new Orleans saints. Uh, you know, this since- is my, this is my three. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, since the Falcons opened up 6-0 and against the spread, their league worst 1-6 and against the spread since. We got Desmond Ritter making his first career start uh, on the road in New Orleans. I think it's just a really good spot, too, for just, like, the Saints to have a really kind of just, like, not getting their own way here. 
Uh, Andy Dalton's been serviceable. He goes up against the Falcons defense that's gotten a really good run out of not facing a lot of teams that uh, can that really have like average or good quarterback play recently. Uh, so I think that he'll be fine there. Uh, I think this is a game where Kamara gets back on track. I don't think it's we we expect more for Kamara's floor for sure, given the player he's been over his career. But I don't think it's uh, you know completely surprising that they struggled to run given their offensive line injuries. You know they faced the Ravens, the 49ers, the Rams, the Buccaneers, right? Like over this like stretch that Kamara has been bad. Um, I think that gets back on track against the Falcons. So yeah, just really kind of all those things. Combination of Ritter, I think the Saints will be functional. Both teams coming off a of bye, so no real edge. But uh, that's really it, man. Uh, so, I mean, my thought is like the, I think there is this perception that the saints have been like a train wreck on offense. And so it's, it would be yeah. hard for them to cover 10th in the NFL in yards per play dead same as the Cincinnati Bengals. I, I bet you, you know, no people would guess that they were, you know, like the, the Panthers or something on, on offense. Um, yes, just really good spot for Kamara. Desmond Ritter making his first NFL start. The Saints defense is still, you know, pretty good. It's just, it really, it's just a bet against Arthur They've been Smith good and too, Desmond like, Ritter. since the start yeah. of the year. And I, I like, uh, I like Ritter. I think he's like kind of an interesting um, guy. Like he, he put together like a wide receivers level performance at the NFL combine, like really, really strong mm-hmm. comp, like big dude. But I just, I mean, you know, ironically, from, he had the fastest 40 times since Mariota. Yeah, well, that is, that is pretty funny. Um, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I know got, I mean, Lloyd uh, Wilson didn't run, but a lot of these, a lot of those guys that like, we know are probably faster than Ritter haven't run at the combine. Right. Like, but yes, on record, yeah. that is the fastest 40 times since Mariota. Yeah. So I don't think like, Lamar didn't run for sure. He did. He did not. What did fields run? Uh, did he run? I was I was gonna say it feels like it feels like Justin Fields is way faster than Desmond Ritter, so maybe he didn't. Yeah, he so he ran a four point four six at his pro day, but he at he his didn't pro do, day he didn't run he at didn't. the combine. Yeah, a lot um, of the a lot of the quarterbacks don't run. There's nothing really for them to gain unless no. someone like Desmond, like Ritter, Ritter probably knew. And well, and the dirty secret is, and no one really talks about this, is that these dudes like get done playing football in in December. And they spend the next two months training specifically not for football, but for the drills of the combine. Like some of these dudes can probably add or, or I guess subtract like a 10th of a second off their 40 in like losing five pounds and like training just for that month. So also this, this year in particular, maybe in the past couple of years, wasn't, weren't the schedules like really weird. Like, like you had uh like, the quarterbacks doing one drill at a certain time while the running backs were doing some drills. Well, they like, said, yeah, it got all messed it, up. That's it, why it, no one did the bench press. No one, no one did. And the no agility the, drills. Like none of the running backs did the agility drills because it was like already midnight. Yes. So they were like, they were like, we're not doing this. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Uh, my number four, I mean, Miami plus seven and a half. Uh, seven and a half. I consider them. Yeah. I, so I think it's, I, it's again, it's fine at seven. I don't know why point I'm, I'm just looking at my odd screen here and points bet is giving all these great odds this week. Um, like they're, they're offering Miami at plus seven and a half minus one Oh seven. Um, you know, FanDuel is offering plus seven at minus minus one fifteen. So it's, it's basically the same EV calculation wise. Um, well, one, if if the expectation is this game just stinks shit and it's snowy and there are no points scored, I like the touchdown anyways because that's a huge spread for a really low-scoring game. But also, 
I mean, Miami's already beat Buffalo this year. Like at what I, and, and Josh Allen, I'll, I'll do respect to our King, Josh Allen. Uh, his passing game performance has been pretty poor since he hurt his UCL. Now, obviously uh, he's still an amazing runner. The bigger issue is that, and this is, this is going to be a big problem in the playoffs. I think obviously he's not going to impact the bills and regular season much. Like, they were expecting Gabe Davis to really take a step and become, you know, the Robin to Stefan Diggs's Batman. And he's, it's not that Gabe Davis is bad, but it's that he is most more just an advanced version of what he already was instead of adding, like, this is not Devonta Smith, AJ Brown. You know, it's, it's just, he's, he's not that good, um, which is unfortunate because we, we all liked Gabe Davis, but you know, he kind of just is what he is. Yeah, they, they haven't really had anyone outside of Diggs step up, right? Like, that's kind of where we are right now. I mean, I McKenzie's mean, I, been horrible, pretty much. We're in week 15, and there's only one Buffalo ability. Like, you can play in fantasy football, which is crazy. <laughs> uh, that, that stinks. But, yeah, I'm kind of with you here with the points. I mean, I don't think it's a complete flop lag spot for the Dolphins because I, I think when you look at the Dolphins in totality now that we've built this resume, I mean, look at the teams now that Dolphins have, have scored more than 21 points against this year. Like, it's not very pretty. Uh, they scored more than 21 against the Ravens in week two. So there's like the one good defense. But then the other teams are the Lions, the Bears, the Browns, and the Texans. That's it. They haven't scored more than 21 points against anyone else. And I know that Tua missed a couple of those games. Um, but, I mean, when we look at this from like the 10,000-foot view, like, will we just look at that pocket of the season and kind of look back at that and say like, oh, yeah, that was just like a hot run. Like, we kind of pushed things too far. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that, you know, Tua for MVP, like, you know, a lot of this stuff got over, like, Tua having a good season, you know, yada, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to take anything away from him. And obviously, I'm on the Miami side here. But uh, the idea that the Dolphins, you know, I feel I it feels bad, because I've always kind of liked Tua more than the market, but we Same. are like, see, we are like seeing his limitations, right? It's like, he just He's not a good deep thrower of the ball, you know. He just the thing that. I I mean I like Tua more than the, the the market, but also every argument about Tua never starts with Tua, and anytime that that happens, like it's a red flag, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, that's always a red flag, right? Like when this and I mean this is, is this is like the nut low game environment for him, you know, cold, lots of wind. It's very similar to third Gop, straight road game Jets, yeah third straight road game they were on the west coast they stayed in the west coast for two weeks he talked about they just like got acclimated to back to east coast time um the, the solid defense the weather is gonna be cold at least i don't know how much precipitation we'll get but it's gonna be cold um real tough run out man real tough run out it's just a hard spot but i i don't mind the points here because the bills like i said the bills have kind of been struggling especially in the second half of games um they've only scored uh a, a, since their week seven by the bills have only scored a touchdown on four of 38 drives in the second half of games. So they're not like the old bills where like, they're just like racing out and flooding people. Right. Like just yes. Pedal to the metal. So the getting a touchdown, I think is, it gives you a lot of outs here. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that was my four. I've already done my three. My three was the saints. So now we got your three. Uh, my three is who I got on here is uh, the Giants, uh, and it's not really like that much of a conviction play. It's literally that I think it should be closer to a field goal, and you're getting at four and a half. Uh, they they pushed down. I, honestly, the Commanders are the ones that needed that run out in the final two minutes of that game to send it. Yeah, this overtime. this was this was my two. 
So it's it's I do think Washington being at home, they win this game. Uh, the Giants have so many injuries, but I do think that the Giants have shown to be a really good coach team. They got kind of that alligator blood like they can't punch up with a team like the Eagles. Right. They just can't do that. But I do believe a team like the Commanders, we're going to see them. The Giants game plan and be able to hang around. Keep this within a field goal. The Giants are the absolute classic. They're going to punish teams for making mistakes. Right. They're not going to do a ton of self-inflicted damage. Like the Giants don't lose very much yardage to penalties. They don't, even with Daniel Jones, like the worst ball security dude on the planet. Don't cause that, you know, they don't make them any turnovers. Like they, they figure it out. It doesn't matter who's in there, you know, freaking Isaiah Hodgins and Daniel Bellinger, like they're just making it happen. And the commanders, you would think by looking at this line, you'd be like, oh, you know, the commanders, really good defense. Like, no, they're, they're a bang average team they are 28th in the nfl in yards per play right not not really all that good they are mind-blowing the same net adjusted yards per attempt as the denver broncos who we love to make fun of and mock every single week due to their you know total lack of um of competency and obviously their defense is like a little bit better i mean it's it's 21st in the nfl in yards per play allowed well their front is good their defensive line is awesome it should just, this should just be your classic Washington by three at home. And they're getting um, a little bit of extra respect really is, is what's happening. And um, also there, there's also this element and I, I want you, you, you do not approach things the same way that I do, but just very much for me waiting for the other shoe to fall with Taylor Heineke, where he's got all these turnover worthy plays. He takes a bunch of sacks. He took five sacks when these teams played two weeks ago uh, and, and, and went to overtime and tied. Um, yeah, he was bad against the Blitz in that game. Yeah. Uh, 5.9 yards for pass attempt against the Blitz in that game. We know Wink's going to Blitz. <laughs> blitz all day. So, uh, yeah, listen, I, th- I think it should just be three, right? It's, it's really kind of the crux. I show it should be three. You're getting a point and a half on it. Yes. Um so yeah, there we go. That was my two. I mean, I just, I, I hate the Washington commanders and I love to short them whenever possible. And I just, this Taylor Heineke thing, has just gone on too far. <laughs> it's enough already. Um, so I only have, I only have my one left. You only have your one left and you already promised me that the most egregious line of the season. I, I literally, slate. I think, I think this line is off this line that I'm about to do is off by three points. All right. Well, I have the Bengals next. Yes, that is my, is that, that it? is, that is it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially now that, it, um, today, as we're recording this, uh, T Higgins and, and Tyler Boyd are both full practice today. Uh, so seeing that I thought Boyd was for sure out multiple weeks. I thought, I thought Boyd was going to be out for, I, and I, I didn't care. Right. Give me, give me Trent Nerwin. I don't care, but, but T and Boyd both available. Seems like a big deal. Yeah. I thought Boyd was for sure out. Higgins was one of those guys we we're going to wait and see, but they both were full practice on Friday. So that makes me feel even more confident because we saw, so Burrow is interesting enough because, you know, a lot of people always say like, well, quarterback or receiver, what matters? But like, we've seen a lot of examples this year where like wide receivers have been off the field and it's really impacted quarterback play. And Burrow now has had his three lowest completion rate games of the season with this stretch here while they're either missing Chase or Higgins last week. And here's missing Higgins and Boyd last week, uh, basically for the entire game. Uh, so he's going to get those guys back. And they're like this Buccaneers team, man, like dude, if the Buccaneers, 
if you ever just watch them, I mean, you, and I hope people aren't watching a lot of them at this point, but it looks like everyone's having the most miserable experience on this team. They, like any- they literally, they literally <laughs> look like the least happy group yes. of people playing football I've ever seen. Absolutely um, bad. Yeah. And you were against the, you were on them uh, last week going against them with the Niners last week and just in laying where I was like, I'll leave it alone. Cause who knows what we're going to get. That was my, that was my number one. But like, yeah, because yeah. they, here's the thing brutal combination of things. And I'm not, I, I mean, I, I'm for sure blaming the coaching staff. I think the number one blame on this team has got to go to bulls and left, which I think they are doing a horrible job of their job. They're doing terrible, but they also like, I mean, I've said this, that, I mean, I got, I've said this stat like 15 times on this show, they are 32 out of 32 in EPA added via the rush on first down. And they are one out of 32 in rushes on first down, like literally starting out every drive, every possession, losing points, losing value. And Brady doesn't want to be hit. Can you blame him? Dude's 45 years old, does not want to be sacked, right? Uh, so that 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 seems bad. And also, I mean, you know it takes a lot for me to be on the Bengals because I've always kind of wanted to be short on this, Zach, this yeah. Zach Taylor. Yeah. Um but I mean, you got to You got to hand it to them. They have, I mean, I think th- they've figured out a lot of things um, on offense, you know, relative to, to what I anticipated, but, but they just, at the end of the day, I mean, they have aliens, right? I mean, just Jamar Chase and T Higgins are, are just absolute aliens. So it, it, it's like, they can kind of, the, the Bengals can kind of play in this suboptimal way and get bailed out because their quarterback and wide receiver talent is so immense. The Buccaneers can't do that because Mike Evans looks, I mean, how cooked is this dude? Like this guy is a baked potato who got left in the microwave for five minutes too long. You know, I mean, he, he, he would have, should have had a good game last week. I mean, had the 70 yarder pulled back on the t- holding and then he's wide. I, open. I guess that's true. I guess he, had a well, wide, he was wide open for another touchdown and Brady just spiked it into the ground. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just, I, Brady I, was I, really I, bad last week. That's, that's like the, cause I've like, as bad as the Bucks have been, I've been like, man, you know, the arm strength and everything, Brady's there. He's just, you know, he's he's a little, like you said, he, he's skittish. He just wants to get rid of the football. But like last week, I was like, ooh, this this is rough. But he looks yeah. awful. And the 49ers have just been murking people anyway. So I, was, I guess we can kind of throw that into the, the ring here because everyone played their Seahawks last night, found that out. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, I, I'm having, I, I basically same reaction to me. My number one last week was the 49ers. My number one this week is the Bengals for the same reasons is I believe the market is still treating the Buccaneers like a serious Super Bowl contending, you know, uh, some, some version of the team that won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I show this ago. should be, I show it should be for my numbers five and a half. That's what I'm saying, dude. It's, it's, it's just off. It's just, it's, it's not a good number. It, it's really not. Um, this is my this is my number. This is probably my favorite NFL bet of the year. To be, oh well, except my uh, take take that with a grain of salt though, because my last favorite bet of the year was the Jaguars as dogs to the Giants, and they ended up the that was the game that Travis Etienne fumbled the ball out of the back of the end zone, and the Jaguars ended up losing. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the week I wasn't on. Yes. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that was the week I had uh, had Dalton on. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, my one is, is the Eagles. Uh, listen, I'm just gonna keep betting with the Eagles because they keep winning me money. So lay, lay these points in Chicago, literally the one of the worst defense in the NFL over the past, you know, six weeks. 
this Eagles team is just a juggernaut, right? Like you have confidence laying like better, bigger lines to the Eagles because they crush teams, man. They're so good all around, whatever game plan you need them to do. Um, you know, Sirianni is like a pretty sharp dude. I saw their number one in the NFL in fourth down conversions this year. You know, they go for a fourth and seven in no man's land. Think about this. They went for a fourth and seven from the Giants 41 last week. They got the touchdown. Um, the, the 49ers last night, they get like Kyle Shannon gets, but Brock Purdy gets the Seahawks to go off sides. Then they have a fourth and two set up in Seattle territory and they still punt. Like it's just the mindset. Like Kyle Shan drives me absolutely insane with some of the stuff he does. And then we got Nick Sirianni here, just like, yeah, we're gonna go out here and just throttle teams, right? Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna put these down. Uh, I just don't. I don't think the Bears have any type of the offensive weapons to to really score against the Eagles. Uh, de- definitely a tough run out too. Like you can ride Justin Fields and fantasy. You got to hope for some for some rushing production here and some, and some drunk script. Um, but yeah, that's really it. I just think the Eagles are just bar none, just gonna smoke the Bears. I mean, all all I have to say is that uh, I only have room for one double digit spread on on yeah. my cards, and uh, well, I, they're I nine. It it's nine still. So I I had no. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to come in here and make the bear case uh, or the bull case for the bears. Rather, I I would just I my only my only comeback would just be like yeah. you're just leaving yourself at the mercy of Justin Fields. You know, 180 yards rushing and three rush. I, like that's really it. You know, I, I got, I got no issue with it though. I mean, the, the Eagles are really good. Do you, do you think also is, do you think there's an element like uh, it, you, you kind of know you, you got back channels to the Eagles. I mean, do they really want him to win MVP? Do they really want Jalen Hurts to win the MVP? Cause that totally factors in to this stuff and how much they want to score in the second half and things like that. I, I, I haven't heard uh, anything that's open openly about that because they're so a team that's, very much just like we're just trying to you know win like even the undefeated stuff they played pretty coy so I haven't heard anything but I mean to me I wouldn't be upset if Hurts won MVP by any means and I was on him for like a dark horse to win so I'll be pretty glad you know if those uh, catches I mean to me Mahomes is the MVP though Mahomes is the MVP I I mean I just people were so mad at me on Twitter the other day because I was like you know Mahomes is the MVP and it's it's unserious to suggest he isn't but I, I mean, wouldn't be yeah. mad if Hurts because you know not it, be mad. Yeah, because we know how this stuff works. Best if they finish with the best record in football, right? If they go fifteen and two or sixteen and one, and he has this, this like he, you know, what I mean, like voters are going to go there. It's pretty natural that that, that to see how they arrive at, at voting for him. But it's really yeah. down to those two guys right now. Like everyone else is cooked. Uh, yeah. Josh Josh Allen has cooked himself. Tua has is completely removed himself. I thought uh, like in like week three or four, I thought Brady and like really deep odds was pretty interesting because the sports writers who vote for it would love, you know, if they got to 10 wins and they got no running game and Brady had like crazy stats when Godwin came back. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that honestly, I think either of them could suffer like a season ending injury and they still might win it at, at this point. Um, no one else is even close really. Nah, it's it, it's just that that two horse race. Whoever uh, wins, you know, Mahomes only won one, right? Mahomes is only won one. Yeah. So like, it's funny because it feels like there's like Mahomes fatigue, and he's only won one. But yeah, yeah. I, I I think it's pretty clear. But it, but but in in your head though, in your head, it feels like he's one way more, right? If it, it <laughs> yeah. feels like well, that's it, why I like, questioned it. That's why I like the like like. N- how many people have just memory hold that Aaron Rodgers has won two MVPs in the last four seasons? Like it, it doesn't that seem insane 
considering like how shitty he's playing right now and how nothing the Packers have been in the playoffs. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought last year Brady should have won it over him, but yeah, you know, here we are. But, but I, I can definitely see, I wouldn't be mad at all if Hertz gets it because I can see how you arrive at that point. And we know how like these things work, right? Like all these awards are so predictable because we look at people vote for like coach of the year is always like, Oh, we thought you guys were just going to be really shitty and you weren't. So coach, you must've done the greatest coaching job ever. Here's your coach of the year award. Yes. (laughs) Like it's not always like, it's always that the weirdest, you know, stuff that that, that gets factored into these awards and you try not to get caught up into it. Just like the hall of fame stuff. Like it's easy to get roped into some of that stuff once in a while, but it's like, why why do I let this stuff bother me? I mean, I, I, both times Aaron Rodgers has won MVP the last couple of years. I've been like actually mad. Like it's just very annoying to me because he didn't deserve either one. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, I, DFS, you got you got an angle for me where I don't uh, stack Dallas Jacksonville because that's that's what the field's going to be doing. Where you don't stack them? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, Chargers. Charger stacks are going to be pretty hot, I think. Um Love, love some big Mike this weekend. Uh, if you can get him in, I think Keenan's going to be probably more popular. I haven't really dove in. I'd usually do like Friday, Saturday uh, morning is when I'm looking at like all projected, you know, ownership. And I'm really trying to like nail these lineups down. Uh, but on the surface, yeah, I want to check in on Chargers, charger stacks for sure. Um, yeah, Cowboys, Jags, it's going to be interesting to see what people do in there because of the running backs, right? Like the Dallas running backs are still a wild card because they're scoring so many touchdowns. They have 11 touchdowns, those two running backs, and Zeke came back. That seems totally like it's going to pop eventually, and maybe it won't be this week, but maybe the next week. So I think they play 49ers and Eagles, right? Eagles 49ers next two weeks. Yeah, a lot of of guys who drafted Tony Pollard who made the fantasy football playoffs and might be running into uh, a cold spot, which stinks. Because we do know the way their usage is split, that like if they don't score touchdowns, that there is a low floor there. I think Pollard didn't score in Thanksgiving. It was like RB40 because they don't catch a ton of passes either. Um, but they're just running so pure. But I like the idea of stacking the Cowboys, especially in DraftKings because Dak is really cheap. He's 6'2". And then you can get Schultz or and Lamb if you want to run doubles pretty easily. Um, you can play Christian Kirk. Zay Jones is dirt cheap. Like Zay Jones and Garrett Wilson, like our guys, they like refuse to price up on DraftKings, like i don't think zay jones has been over 5k like when was the last time he was over 5k he has 43 targets the last four games it's nuts uh nelson Aguilar is if if he's going to be sub 10 percent, i'm probably going to play a lot of him he had a 31 target share last week what sucks about Aguilar is i think a lot of people are just gonna jump from elijah to him to him yeah so he'll almost be doubled up in an ownership maybe i'll just play elijah more maybe i'll just say you know what because elijah is 36 there and i think aguilar is 34 so it's just it's just an easy skip for those people that were already built out rosters like thinking elijah is going to be like that placeholder they can just skip over and say well here are my my other 10 targets (laughs) yeah uh i i do so i'm I'm it's a great running back week though it is it is so kind of what i'm hoping is that Kadarius Tony and Hardman sit out one more week. They they look at this Texans game and they say, ah, you know what? Because I would like to do some Mahomes doubles with this giant team total and everyone playing Pacheco. I'd I'd like to do. And Pacheco's I mean, not inherently a great DraftKings play, anyways. No, he's got to get he's got to get two touchdowns probably to hit the optimal or or a really long one like the like a fifty yard rushing touchdown so he gets the bonus or whatever. He's never a guy I mind not 
being with the field on on DraftKings because of the run out, like that archetype of running back. I love, I, I think he's, I don't think he's a bad play at all, but I'm never upset when those guys are chalky, right? Like, and, and me not being on him. Like if he's got to score multiple touchdowns to get there. Yeah. Um, um, but really good running back week though. Um, like Kamara is going to be super popular. Kamara is going to be really popular. Yeah. Miles Sanders in another great spot. Um, I played a lot of him last week. Him and Judy kind of made the day. Yeah, but now we're removing another Jerry Mike Judy. White. What what a legend, Reeves. Yeah, I couldn't believe he was where he was though. Like in terms of of, of ownership, I thought he'd be really popular. I, I, I was wrong. No, nah, the the Broncos stink, dude. The Broncos stink is is too big. I guess, but the it's it's a tough week because you said stacking in the three Saturday games, but stacking's tough because you know now that Mike White's off the board, I think people would have played some Jets doubles as well even maybe mix Conklin in. Yeah. Um, we probably won't see a lot of that. I still think Garrett Wilson's a pretty solid play at 6K. Uh, obviously, this will lower his roster ship does because we'll have less stacks. But the quarterback landscape for this week, and I brought it up from the season-long stance on our podcast, is, is bad, man. Like, And I don't even know who really streamed because you look at a lot of these guys, and Gino already played, but he was on that list. Gino, you've been playing him and was playing the 49ers. Justin Fields, you've been playing him. He plays the Eagles. Tua, people were playing him, and he's got another tough spot that we talked about. It's like, man, you kind of want to stream for these guys, but it's like, well, where are the streamers? Like, who's even, like, a good streamer this week? Like, Matt Ryan's the best dude. Uh, It's tough, man. Matt Ryan, Daniel Jones are, like, the best-looking guys. And, like, it's tough to say, like, objectively, like, like, am I going to really sit Tua for Matt Ryan? Uh, it's a hard, I, I would not, I would not do that. You know I mean? No, but that. like, that's what people are. I, I would say the, the big decision that a lot of people might've had already happened, which would have been Gino, right? So, you know, you're, you're, you're in a, a quarterback conundrum to start the year. You pick up Gino, you pick up Tua, whatever. And there's a very real possibility. Lots of people could have had both of those two. Um, and you know, uh, I think Lawrence will end up being fine because of all the injuries the Cowboys have, uh, in the secondary. Um, I almost picked them on the thing Jaguars plus four, but I mean, every time I've bet on the Jaguars, I just, it's just been pain, just absolute pain. I can't do them in the chargers anymore. The chargers like I've broke, I've broken me and I should yeah, know better. Done, done with the chargers. Like, uh, I feel like I've said that like eight times in my life over the past, like four years. And I keep going back. Yeah. But... No, I, uh, I, and it I doesn't matter what side, but yeah, yeah, not, uh, not, not, not really against. feeling it. I mean, uh, what about, uh, what about you? You got an angle on any of these defenses or anything? Because there, you actually can play high price defenses this week on DraftKings, which normally you can't do. Yeah, I mean everyone's gonna play the Broncos, right? Uh, over there at twenty seven hundred. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, listen, play, pay, pay. My my uh my computer Bluetooth just completely turned off. That was so completely turned off. That I was thought so that funny. it was just uh, the take was so bad. You're like, oh, you got me now. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the weirdest things I've ever experienced. Like my whole computer, the like my mouse, my keyboard, and my headphones. The the connection just totally shut off. Don't buy Apple products, folks. They they uh <laughs> they're shoddy apparently. So I missed whatever your great diatribe was about. It wasn't. It was basically just saying, if you're going to pay for someone, just pay for the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, <laughs> the I Broncos mean, are gonna be chalk. Did you, did you have another one that you liked? I mean, I like I like the Chiefs because no one ever really plays them because they're not. Oh good. yeah, they're always fun they're, to play because they're not good, but they you know can face forty five passing attempts. And then the other thing that I wanted to mention was uh, just that Jalen Hurts and Devonta Smith are great plays, and especially if Dallas Goddard comes back, Devonta Smith is going to be like two percent owned or whatever. But he's really good. And yeah, and- we just need the Bears the the punch back. It's probably a lot of handoffs in the second half of that game, like last week. Yeah. But like you said, though, maybe maybe they're going to try to pump up this Jalen Hurts MVP campaign. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe. I hope I hope they do. And and my my favorite stat, I was I'm in an argument with some of these dynasty dudes, and they were they were the argument was DeAndre Swift versus Devonta Smith, and I was like, it's Devonta Smith, and it's not even fucking close, not even in the same universe. And uh, games with eight or more targets four for Devonta Smith with Goddard in and with Goddard. Yeah, out. last four like, games, yeah. Yeah, so kind of kind of works the same yeah, way. Yeah, we love those condensed target trees. That's why I still believe Garrett Wilson is still a solid play this week. I mean, with Corey Davis being out, like, it, there's nowhere else for the ball to go. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. All right, man, what can the people find this week on Sharp Football? Uh, you know, same stuff at the end of the year. We're mostly just focusing on like the weekly product. So it's all, you know, weekly packages. If you want to sign up for a week, you know, you can use starter 50. So get 50% off that. Uh, Warren's rolling out the bowl picks and uh, college stuff. That's like the big thing right now. I'm not part of that world, but if you do, are you into the college bowl betting season, you know, definitely you can check that stuff out and then have like the playoff stuff coming for the gambling side. I am 15 days away now, man, January one. Uh, I think we've talked about it, but yeah, I no longer have to hit up the bookie. It's beautiful. We can't <laughs> wait. Legal sports betting. Let's get it everywhere. Uh, you know, we, we need it. Uh, I hope you enjoy your experience with the legal books. I, I hope that you hit your like first uh, 120 to one same game parlay. It's it's absolutely um, in time. It'll be during, right in time for playoff football. Amazing. It's beautiful. Uh, all right, everyone. That's it. Lord Reeves, Sharp Football. And uh, we'll be back on with the Gilcast on Sunday night later. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.